Welcome, welcome, welcome to Global School of Wisdom. Glory to God this Wednesday evening. We give God the glory and we give him all the praise. We thank him. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Glory to God. We'd like to welcome everyone that is joining us this evening. You are welcome on Facebook. Glory to God. You are welcome. God bless you. Mama B, you are welcome. God bless you. Agnes, you are welcome. God bless you. Abna, you are welcome. God bless you. Pastor Michael Jr., you are welcome. God bless you. Hallelujah. Nanapoku, you are welcome. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. As usual, we like to encourage everyone to start sharing, start sharing. Tell somebody, talk somebody. And share this on your timeline to be a blessing to somebody. Glory to God. The whole of this month we've been dealing with the subject of finding financial freedom through adopting new financial behaviors, wise financial behaviors, and throwing away that which does not work. We'll be looking at different aspects um, and, and habits of the rich that we need to adopt considering the fact that Jesus said he became poor. Paul said Jesus became poor, that we through his poverty shall become rich. And he says, my cities through prosperity shall be spread abroad. So God is counting on us to walk in the covenant of prosperity and covenant wealth to be able to spread his influence, his kingdom, and his impact toward the earth. And that is why we have to be rich. The purpose of riches, the purpose of prosperity, the purpose of wealth is to spread the gospel and to impact nations and to uh, spread the kingdom influence or the influence of the kingdom across the nations. That is why we must prosper. But getting prosperous alone is not enough. There are financial behaviors we need to adopt to become financially free. And their financial behaviors we need to adopt to perpetuate that prosperity. Glory to God. So the whole of this month, we focused on that. Glory to God. Pastor Michael Johnson, you are welcome. So we appreciate every one of you for joining us this evening. Tonight, we're going to focus on gifts, 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 gifts. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16, it says, A man's gift shall make room for him. Or a woman's gift shall make room for her. We are products of gifts. It's our gifts that make room for us. It's our gifts that make room for us. It's our gifts that bring us into prominence. It's our gifts that makes room for us and brings us before people of nobility and people of influence. It's our gifts. So, But sometimes we underestimate the gifts. Sometimes we're looking outside ourselves. For our wealth, we're looking outside us for our wealth, when actually our wealth creating tool is right inside us. The good thing about gifts is it doesn't matter what anybody does, nobody can take the gifts from us. They probably can take certain things from us, but our gifts <coughs> are on our inside. And everywhere we go, we carry our gifts with us. Just not like Second Kings chapter 4. Sometimes we underestimate our gift or we don't recognize our gift just like the lady who came to the man of God and said, my husband has died and I don't have anything. He said, look inside you. What do you have in your house? 
So everybody, glory, the good news is this, that everybody was born and is born with a gift. At least one gift, at least one gift. It was Miles Monroe who said, the problem very often is with those who have multiple gifts, so sometimes they are not able to focus in or zero in or concentrate. But everybody, nobody was born without a gift, a child, a baby. Everybody was born with a particular gift. And that particular gift, when they three things, when they recognize it and develop it <clears throat> and deploy it, there is no way they can become poor. So the key word is, as Mama B has put on the screen, <laughs> look inside you. Look inside you. You know, our wealth is right on our inside. Oprah Winfrey discovered her wealth was in her, on her inside. Her mouth, uh, Hussein Bolt discovered his wealth is in his leg. Um, Elvis Presley is known to have said, I've never been to any music school. Music is inside me. So everybody under the sound of my voice, take time to discover. What is that gift on the inside of you? That is your wealth-creating tool, which you need to develop to become who you're supposed to be. So, to become prosperous, to become wealthy, to become rich, your gift is crucial. Your gift is crucial. Your gift is crucial. So, today we're going to zero in, in the process of finding financial freedom, we're going to zero in on 12 facts about your gifts. 12 facts about your gifts. 12 facts about your gifts. Very, very important. Why you must discover and deploy your gifts. Now, your number one, please write these things down. They are crucial, very powerful. Why you must develop, why you must discover, why you must develop, and why you must deploy your gifts. These are everybody who has become rich, everybody who has become wealthy, the key was they discovered their purpose, they discovered themselves, and they discovered this crucial thing we are talking about today. Your gift, your gift, your gift, your natural gift that you are born with, your natural gift or your natural talent. You know, when you read the parable of the sower, five talents. People were given, one had five talents, one had two talents, one was given one. So it's God, it's your talent, it's your gift that you develop in trade and use to create your world. So, number one, please write these things down. Number one, as you know, this is a teaching service, a midweek teaching service. Uh, preaching inspires. Preaching brings inspiration, but teaching is what establishes. If you discover this and start using this, I'm telling you, glory to God, and are consistent at it. Number one, please write this Your purpose and your gift. Is your significant difference from others. Your purpose and your gift is your significant difference from others. Your purpose and your gift is your significant difference from others. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7, it says, For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hast not received it? He says, who maketh thee? Who made you to be different from somebody else? What makes you different from me is your gift. 
What makes me different from you is your gift, is, is our gift or my gift. Your purpose and your gift is your significant difference from others. You are not born to be like somebody. You are born probably to, you are born to do something in particular. You may imitate somebody, you may learn from other things, you may grab one thing here and there, like the message I'm preaching today was influenced by one of my mentors. You're, you're, if, if you're afraid to be different, you can never make a difference because two of us are not needed. We don't need two of me. You don't need two of you. In certain areas, in terms of uh, graces and everything to add to what we are, to become what we're supposed to be, yes. But if you're afraid to be different, you never make a difference. So it's your purpose and your gift that is your significant difference from others. So Hussein Bolt cannot be Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods cannot be Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey cannot be somebody else. So you either stand for something or stand for nothing when you stand for everything. So what many Christians fail to realize is that the gifts and talents that you have strongly indicate your divine assignment and potential greatness, your fame, your wealth, which enables you to stand out in the crowd. What is it that distinguishes the Wright brothers? Their gift, Albert Einstein, his gift, Isaac Newton, his gift, Steve Jobs, his gift, Bill Gates, his gift, Hussein Bolt, his gift, Warren Buffett, his gift, Nelson Mandela, his gift, Kenneth Higgin, his gift, Kenneth Copeland, his gift, Winston Churchill, his gift, Archbishop Benson Idahosa, his gift, and even contemporary leaders of today. The key is discovery and deployment of your gift. All these great men and great women, Mother Teresa, all these people are known simply because of an identification, a recognition, a development, and a deployment of their gifts. Ladies and gentlemen, this there is nothing new under the sun. <laughs> There's nothing strange about great people and wealthy people. They have discovered this key behind the secret of all great men and great women. It's a discovery and a deployment of their gifts. Their gifts, their gifts, whether it's in entertainment, in industry, in business, in commerce, in medicine, in science, in religion, politics, whichever. Gift, 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 gift is what makes them stand out. So the first point is, your gift is your significant difference from everybody else. That's why no one should try to become like somebody else. Then, number two, we all don't have the same gifts. We all don't have the same gifts. We all don't have the same gifts. Every time I tell my wife to join me on the platform to either teach or to share, she says, I can do all that and all that, but there's also the need for somebody to be behind the scenes, to be doing what she's doing now, putting scriptures and putting other things on there, right there. We all don't have the same gifts. I can't be teaching right now 
and then be doing the powerful thing that she's doing <laughs> right now over there. We all don't have the same gifts. Our biological son has composed, uh, has two albums which have come out and uh, we all don't have the same gifts, the way he, he articulates, the way he puts the songs together, etc., etc., etc. We all don't have the same gifts. I may sing, but it may not come out in the way it does with him. Uh, associate pastor on the platform right now, Pastor Michael Johnson, you know, composed music, instrumentals, worship, etc., etc. We all don't have the same gifts. My powerful leaders, some of whom are on this platform and workers that are on this platform, right? And the respective powerful roles that they play within our church. Powerful, powerful, very reliable. We all don't have the same. They have certain gifts. I have certain gifts. And when we identify them and develop them and use them, I'm telling you, the sky is not the limit. Heaven itself is going to be the limit. Ladies and gentlemen, it is key that we develop our gifts and use them and deploy them in the name of Jesus. It is your gift. It's your gift. It's your gift that makes room for you and brings you before great men. Let's take a two-minute break whilst we watch this advert. Glory to God. Also displaying the different gifts that each and every one of us has. You have something. I have something. Let's put them together and let's get it going. Glory to what this advert about a gift, a gift that is being used to bless the world. The next person could be you. Watch this advert. Glory to God. Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the senior pastor of House of Judah, UK, the Happy Church presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights and title. Success has no uncles. Twelve cancers to avoid at all costs in leadership, ministry, and management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts, and failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk, or using the information on your screen. Glory to God. That was one of the gifts that I was given to write books, to write books. I discovered uh, when I was a, a little child and when I was growing up in uh, preparatory school and then gradually into a secondary school, I discovered that we had this uh, ability and desire to be acting and also to be writing short articles and short plays. We developed into some of the books that you saw. Everybody does not have it all. We all don't have the same gifts. We all don't have the same gifts. So it's your recognized, appreciated, protected, valued, developed, and used gift 
that distinguishes you in life. It empowers you to blaze the trail, to chart the course, to find paths for others to walk in. Glory to God. And a clear knowledge of the gifts at work in you is like a picture or image of your assignment. First Corinthians 7, 7 says, every man, watch this. First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 7, it says, every man has his proper gift of God. One after this manner and one after that. Every man, every woman has his proper gift of God. Unfortunately, many people, this particular principle is neglected by Christians. It's embraced by the world. You know, unfortunately, over the years, people have steered the course of their lives on the grounds of just financial remuneration, prestige, or family traditions more than the natural gifts. You know, the gifts that doctors have been given, scientists have been given, you know, everybody has his place. Not one, each one of us, none of us have the same gifts. We need to discover our gifts, deploy them, never take it for granted, find it, start using it, and you will become financially free. Number three, every divine gift is from the Lord. We are looking at facts about gifts. We're settling that. And then we shall be moving into how to turn your gifts into resources, how to turn your finance, how to turn your natural gifts into money, how to turn your talents into treasure. But you need to first of all understand the facts about gifts, how important they are. Every divine gift is from the Lord and is given to us for a specific purpose. Gifts are given for fulfillment of assignment. Your gift was given to you to fulfill your assignment. Let's look at some examples in the Bible. Solomon was given the gift of wisdom. And because of this gift of wisdom, he became rich, he became wealthy, he became wise because of this gift of wisdom, 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 that uh, people, nations, kings, queens traveled from their countries to come all the way to look for him and then also to bless him with gifts. Solomon's gift of wisdom is what made him David's knowledge and gift of using the sling and the stone and the harp is what brought him into prominence. So the, the third point is every gift, every divine gift is given from the Lord. Joseph had the gift of interpreting dreams. <clears throat> he had a dream told his brothers. They were envious of him, sold him into slavery. Unfortunately for them, they sold him into the place where his dream was going to find uh, 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 going to find significance where his gift was going to be celebrated. David had the, the gift of using the stone, the sling, and the harp, which was what liberated King Saul. Joseph had the gift of interpreting dreams. He interpreted the dream of Potiphar by serving in his house. He interpreted the dream of the butler and the baker. And then eventually interpreted the dream of Pharaoh and became prime minister. Look at how his gift made room for him. No one person has it all. Find your gift that God has given you. Every divine gift is from the Lord and is for a specific purpose. Uzziah had the gift of inventions. Inventions. He invented engines. He invented different things. He became very great in his day. Uzziah, with inventions, Daniel had the gift of remembering dreams and interpreting dreams. How significant your, your, your gifts are. Daniel had the gift of remembering dreams and interpreting dreams. 
Samson had the gift of his strength that he used the jawbone of an axe to kill God's enemies. Paul had revelatory skills. He said, I saw, I went to heaven by revelation. I went up by revelation. He wrote almost two thirds of the New Testament that we are still using up until now. Moses had the ability to shepherd three million people. Three million people. He had the gift of shepherding God's sheep and leading millions of people. Glory to God. Jephthah had the gift of strength. Now when he was kicked out of his father's house, eventually the leaders came looking for him. What was that for? They came looking for him because of his gift, which was his strength. Glory to God. Number four, I trust you're getting something. We're looking today at the the facts about gifts. You see, if you don't know the facts about your gifts, you and I will take it for granted and not get the best out of it. Number four, no one is born with nothing. No one is born with nothing because gifts are given by the prince, which is Jesus. Gifts are given by the prince. No one is born with nothing. No one is born with nothing. That's your child. That's your baby. That's your youth. That's your teenager. No one is born with nothing. Ezekiel chapter 46 verse 16. He said, Thus saith the Lord, If the prince give a gift unto any of his sons, the inheritance thereof shall be his sons. It shall be their possession by inheritance. So this passage of scripture gives great truths about the significance of our gifts. When you read the parable of the talents, the man gave gifts, talents, unto three groups of people. So, no one is born with nothing. No one is born with nothing. James chapter 117 says, every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. No one is born with nothing. We all are given gifts which we need to recognize, which we need to develop and deploy and use in the house of God. Use in the kingdom of God. Use in the marketplace. The same principle is everywhere. Your gift that God has given to you was given to you to use it to expand the kingdom of God, to build your church, to build your family, to build your business, to build the job on which you are. It is your gift that you develop and deploy that makes room for you in the world, in church, in the kingdom, and everywhere. It's your gift, whether natural gift or spiritual gift. These gifts must be deployed. You see, we, I used to say humorously, we are sitting on our something if we are not using our gift. Everybody is not using their gift, whether for, 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 for men, whatever reason it is, they are sitting on their gift. Remember, your gift is your significant difference from others. This, that is what makes them promote you and demote somebody else. That's what makes them pay you more and pay somebody less. It's your gift. And guess what? Every gift is given from God. No one is born with nothing. No one is born with nothing. Look at uh, Naaman. Naaman had leprosy. And uh, everyone around him, there was nothing that anybody could do about the leprosy. But there was this maid. There was this maid. All we hear about this maid is she advised Naaman, a whole Syrian general. Why don't you go and see Elisha the prophet? And I'm telling you, he, he, the lady's only contribution that is stated in the scriptures was the advice. She used her gift of wisdom to give an advice to a king. 
And that was how the king, having listened to her, was healed completely of leprosy. What are we saying? No one is born with nothing. No one is born with nothing. You know the lady who poured uh, uh, the perfume on Jesus? Jesus said, leave her alone. She has sacrificed this thing, poured this sacrifice upon me for my burial. And he says, everywhere the gospel is preached from that day till today and unto Jesus returns, this, what this woman has done. You see, you have no idea what you are doing in your church, in the kingdom, in your city, in your community. You have no idea what one act of service, one thing that you do with your gift to be a blessing to your church or be a blessing to the kingdom or be a blessing. You have no idea that one thing that you are doing and the gift that you are developing and using to add value to your church, to your ministry, to your department, on your job. And so you have no idea what you are doing. You have no idea the significance of it. You have no idea. That's why you and I should not look at what anybody else is doing or what anybody else is. At the end of the day, on the judgment day, we're going to stand before God. He says, and we shall give an account of what we did with the gift that God gave us. We're not going to talk about what somebody else did or somebody said, I shouldn't do it, or somebody, whatever it is. No, we are going to stand individual. On that day, there's not going to be a reference to anybody else. The question is, you standing in your own queue to give an account of what you did with the gift. Everything has to do with the gift, the gift, the gift, the gift, the gift that you were given. Whether you allowed somebody to talk to you out of using that gift to bless your church, or to bless your community, or to bless your family, you will stand and give an account of it. It's everything has to do with your gift. No one was born with nothing. Even that little child who may not look like anything. Look, if a maid's advice can save a king, can save a Syrian general, and bring his total healing, there's no such thing as I don't have anything. So, remember that. Remember that. Number five, let's move on. The gift the prince gives bets the inheritance of the son. The gift the prince gives. And when we say the prince, we're talking about the prince of peace. And that's Jesus. Never look at what somebody else has or did. Focus on yours. You will be judged based on what you did with your gift. What you did with your gift. What you did with your gift. What I did with my gift. The gift that the prince gives. Bets the inheritance of the son. In other words. It's your gift that determines the inheritance. And the legacy to your children. Ezekiel said the inheritance thereof shall be his sons. The gift that God has given you. Are to pull out the inheritance that is yours and your children. The gifts God has given you are to pull out the inheritance that is yours. That's the strong link between the gift and the assignment. The two are inseparable. You need your gift. You need the gift to fulfill your assignment. You need the gift to fulfill your assignment. You need the gift to fulfill your assignment. So be, re- be, be, be cognizant of that. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7 says, But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift. 
Everybody has been given the gift by the prince, and with the gift comes the grace to use it to function. With the grace, with the gift comes the grace, the ability, the enablement to function. Your grace that you have is because of the gift that you have. Your grace that you have is because of the gift that you have. Your grace that you have is because of the gift that you have been given by the prince. So don't miss this opportunity. Don't miss this opportunity to find your gift, develop your gift, and use it everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. With the gift comes the grace to do things with ease, to do it with ease, because you have been given in that grace. Ephesians 4, 7. He said, unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ that he has given us. You are given grace, ability, enablement, based on the measure of the gift. So you, you function in certain graces based on the gift that you have been given. Very, very important. I'm telling you, everybody on this platform, you need to catch this is your key. Don't let anybody stop you from using your gift in church, in at home, the community, on your job. This is what, look, this is what your promotion depends on. This is what your lifting depends on. <laughs> this is what your, your promotion comes depends on when one of our pastors, Pastor Johnson, joined our church. He was a minister from somewhere. And he stayed there uh, very uh, humbly using his gift. He came with his piano, came with his family, uh, donated actually his piano to the church. And then used his gift over the years. And through that, his faithfulness, consistency, he became an ordained pastor in our church. Since then, he has gone on to become an author, uh, releasing songs, etc., etc. The same with Pastor Michael Jr. The same, the same, the same. You know, very, very important. We have people like our brother Nana Poku and his wife. And ladies and gentlemen, the gifts being used, the gifts being used, the gifts being used, the gifts being used, the gifts. Ladies and gentlemen, use your gift, use your gift, use your gift. That is the key. Your gift, your gift is the key. Your gift. That's what brings you to prominence. Sitting on your gift is sitting on your promotion. Sitting on your gift is sitting on your promotion. Sitting on your gift is sitting on your lifting. Because he said, a man's gift shall make room for him. So, the room is made for you based on the utilization. <laughs> the utilization of your gifts. I hope you understand. When you mention the names of great people, everything, all that comes to mind is their gifts, their gifts, their gifts. Mama B, our resident pastor, a wisdom. A insight, a intuitiveness, a, a picking up things in the spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody, nobody has nothing. Nobody, I want you to understand. Don't sit on your gift. Don't waste it. Don't underestimate it. Don't belittle it. That is, look, it's just like when we describe every time we, we waste certain resources, our money is inside our being. It's the same with our gift. Not using your gift. Your money is being wasted. Your money is being sat on. Who sits on money? In other words, who sits on money? Who, who needs money and is sitting on his money, on his chair? Every time we don't deploy our gift, we are sitting on our promotion. We are sitting on our lifting. Every time you don't use your gift in church, 
Every time you don't use your gift on your job, every time you don't use your gift to add value to somebody, you are sitting on your money, you are sitting on your promotion, you are sitting on your lifting, you are sitting on your inheritance. Listen, the inheritance of your children, remember what he said? <laughs> Let me find that scripture. You are sitting on your inheritance. Who sits on an inheritance? He said the inheritance is for the sons. The inheritance, you are sitting on the inheritance for your children. Um, Ezekiel, he said the inheritance thereof shall be his sons. The gifts God has given you are to pull out the inheritance that is yours. Not using your gift is to be sitting down on your, sitting on your inheritance. People are going out there looking for inheritance or for somebody to die. When their inheritance is right on their inside. Their inheritance is on their inside. Their inheritance is on their inside. And they are sitting on their, their inheritance or complaining about their gifts, which is what God wants them to use to add value to others, to a church, to a ministry, to an area, to an organization, to a city. They are complaining about what they do not have, not knowing that they are sitting on their inheritance. They are sitting on their children's inheritance by not using their gift for whatever reason. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest gift outside of Christ is the gift of a great pastor. That's Pastor Johnson speaking right there. Ladies and gentlemen, take cognizance of these things you can do without difficulty. There are certain things that you can do without difficulty. Take notice of it. You wake me up from bed and just give me, put a microphone in my mouth. Or I will, my mouth will become the microphone. Because one of my gifts I've discovered is my mouth. So I need to, I read and think and, 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 and always adding value to myself. So when I open my mouth, it's adding value, adding value, using my gift, using my gift. Take cognizance of the things that you can do without difficulty, especially certain things that others have to pay large sums of money before they can do. But you can do it with ease. That is a clear indication of your endowed gift. Take cognizance of the things you can do without difficulty, especially the things that others have to pay large sums of money and effort in order to achieve. Pay attention to the little and big things in life that never bother you, which you know you can always do with ease. We can do with ease. Take notice of it. Ephesians 4, 7, once again, says, Unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift. That thing that you can do with ease, that maybe you have not even gone to school, or you didn't go to school to recognize it, that is your natural gift that God has given unto you. That's the gift that God has given to you. That's the gift that God has given to you. God's inheritance, God's great, God's inheritance is the greatest inheritance and it is within you. It is within you. Your children's, are in, your children's inheritance are in your gifts. Your children's inheritance are in your talent. <laughs> Facts about your gift. You want to be financially free. The key is discovering your gifts, developing your gifts, deploying your gifts, and adding different positive financial behaviors to those gifts and using it to be a blessing.
I trust you are getting something out of this. Glory to God. You have 20 minutes to go. So, fasten your seatbelt. Let's finish strong. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. We are looking at facts about gifts. Number, number six. It is your gift. Write this down. It is your gift that you discover, that you recognize, that you develop by adding skill and excellence to and use that makes room for you. It is your gift that you discover, recognize, develop by adding skill. In other words, develop it into a skill through the spirit of excellence and use that makes room for you and brings you fame and before great influential noble and wealthy men. Mother Teresa known for her gift that she discovered a love for people, a love for the poor, to bring the poor out of captivity. That's what led to what she became. Nelson Mandela discovered the gift and the heart for his people to bring them out of apartheid. Martin Luther King is known for his gift. Everybody who has become great has identified their gift. Pastor Dr. Miles Monroe, blessed memory, known for two things, potential, your power potential, leadership. It's your gift. It's your gift. It's your gift. It's your gift that you have discovered, recognized, added skill to that brings you before great men. The gift, remember, the gift makes room. The gift makes room. The gift is what makes room. Not you. The gift is your gift that makes room for you. So can you imagine if I don't discover my gift and you don't discover your gift, which is what makes room for us. Instead of me going to make room for myself, I just need to develop this gift and allow it to make room for me. It's the gift that makes room for you and brings you. It makes 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 you and sitting on my gift means I'm not being made and I'm not being brought before. Oh my God, I feel something here. Your gift makes you and brings you. Your gift makes you and brings you. Your gift, <laughs> your gift makes you and brings you. A man's gift makes room for him and bringeth him before great. It is your gift that makes you and brings you. Your gift that makes you. And brings you before people you want to meet. Some people want to meet certain kinds of people. Use your gift. That's what will make you. And that's what will bring you before the people you want to see. So develop it and use it. And you will never remain poor. Your gift in you. Not you. Your gift has the capacity to make you and bring you. Make you and bring you. Make you and carry you where you ought to be. <laughs> so is it a gift of kindness is it a gift of liberality is it a gift of smiling is it a gift of, what is it that is what you don't force your way into anything your gift develop it use it it will make you and it will bring you <laughs> so you determine who you associate with and stand before 
by what you do with your gifts. You know, when in this country, when the king, the queen awards OBEs, CBEs, MBEs, these are awarded to people who stand out in their field, in the values they added and keep adding to people and to society. That's why they were awarded gifts and medals are awarded to people who have identified their gifts and have used their gifts and are using their gifts to add value. Remember, your gift makes you and brings you. I like to put it, the gift bringeth and the gift bringeth. The gift maketh and the gift bringeth. The gift maketh and what do you want to make yourself? Don't make yourself. (laughs) Develop your gift. And use it to add value to people. And develop gifts through acquisition of skill, which you are using to add value to people, is what makes you stand out in the midst of the crowd. So then people call you outstanding in your field. But it is your gift that made it up. Your gift is what made it up. Number seven, your talents and your gifts take you to places and establish you in realms you could not attain without them. Your talents and gifts take you to places and establish you in realms you could not attain without them. And that's why God gave you the gift in the first place. Your talents and your gifts take you to places and establish you. It's the gift and talent that take you to certain places. As preachers, it's our gift and talent that takes us to certain places. It's our gifts and talents that we are using to add value that makes people know us and takes us to certain places that we find ourselves. It's your gift. And it works in every field. So your talents and your gifts take you to places and establish you in realms you could not attain without them. <laughs> and that's why God gave you the gift in the first place. So when you understand that it is necessary, it's, this is necessary. A firm understanding of this is necessary to avoid mistakes in life. Joseph's spiritual ability to interpret dreams is what established him in the Egyptian palace. Notice he had always had a gift with dreams and interpretation so much that his brothers said one to another, behold this dreamer. His brothers acknowledged this is a dreamer. This guy is a dreamer. This guy is a dreamer. This guy is a dreamer. Without the gift of being a dreamer and an interpreter of dreams, his assignment would have been futile. So it's your gift <clears throat> that will bring you before great men. Why did they take Joseph out of prison? His gift. What brought Joseph before the king? His gift. That he did not sit on, but used even in prison. They sold him into slavery, but because he had access to his gift. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter where they put you or what they say. Your gift is one thing nobody can take from you because you carry it everywhere you go. You have your gift in you. Wherever you go, they can't take that gift from you. So deploy it. Use it to add value. And they can't stop you. They can put you in prison, but they cannot imprison your gift. Develop your gift. Use it to add value to others. And I'm telling you, you are on your way to financial freedom. Number eight. Your gift must not be neglected, but rather stirred up. Uh, 
you may have a gift, all right, but you need to stir it up. You need to use it. You need to stir it. You need to discover it. You need to develop it. You need to stir it up. Stir. Like when you are preparing stew, you stir. You don't just leave the stew just to oh, by itself. Your gift must be stirred. You must stir it up. That's why Paul wrote to Timothy and said, Neglect not the gift that is in thee. He said, Wherefore I put you in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God in you by the putting on of my hands. Stir it up, stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. Stir up the gift inside you, stir it up. Nobody will be there to stir it up for you. You must stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. Glory to God for it to work for you. Number nine, your gift must be turned. Your gift must be turned. Another word for the word turned is used. Your gift must be turned, must be developed, must be deployed for it to prosper you. Your gift must be turned. It must be used. Proverbs 17, 8 says, A gift is as a precious stone in the eyes of him that has it. And wherever it turns, it prospers. In other words, everywhere the gift so one good thing about your gift is you carry it everywhere you go. You must tear it up and you must turn it. Use it to add value. Everywhere you one good thing about your gift is it can work in your nation, it can work in your city, it can work in another nation, it can work in another continent. Your gift must be turned for it to prosper you. So somebody may ask, what is a gift? A gift is a natural or spiritual endowment. That you did not labor for. A gift is not something you buy. I'm not talking about gifts that you buy as a present for somebody or a birthday gift. A gift is a natural talent that God gave you. You, you were born with it. And often did not ask for it either. God gave it to you and he gave it to you because of your assignment. He gave it to you because of your assignment. So we're talking about facts about gifts. So let's finish number 10. Many people are looking for their wealth and their worth outside when it's actually inside. So your gift must be turned. It's inside you, but you must turn it to bring profit. You must turn it, use it, turn it, use it, turn it, use it to bring profit to you. Turn it to bring profit to you. Number 10, many people are looking for their wealth inside, outside. When their wealth is inside them. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 1 to 7. The woman came to the man of God and said, Hey, I'm in trouble. My husband has died. Left us with debt. I'm sure he was expecting a man of God to prophesy or something. There's a time to prophesy and a time to. You know, very often spiritual Christians are always uh, looking for some form of gymnastics or acrobatics or the man of God to just do, you know, something, you know, <laughs> for them to know, aha, this is what he needs to do for me to see my answer. It's not so every time. There are times when we ask, what do you have on your inside? For instance, sometimes your, your, your blessing is inside your seat. Your blessing is inside your offering. But people are just waiting for a man of God to do something, some abracadabra. Your blessing sometimes could be in your mind, could be in your brain, could be in your head, could be in your gift, could be in your talent. He said, what do you have in your house? Listen to what she said. I don't have anything except but, except but a little oil. See, she underestimated the oil. But listen to what the man of God said. 
He said, what do you have in your house? He said, I have just about a little oil. She said, he said, go borrow vessels. Go and borrow vessels. You have your gift, you have your talent, but you need to add insight, books, knowledge, experiences, wisdom from other sources. And then use it. He said, go and hide inside your room and then pour the oil. And when it is done, sell it, pay off your debts, and then leave off the rest. Everything you need to come out of debt, everything you need to be financially free is on your inside. It's called your gift. It's called your talent. What must I do? Find it. Discover it. Deploy it. Turn it. Use it to add value. And I'm telling you, you'll be financially free. Glory to God. I trust you have been blessed by today's session. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for the privilege of the word of God. Thank you for reminding us of the gift that you have given us as the Prince of Peace. Thank you. We glorify you. Thank you. We pray that we will not underestimate our gift, but we shall develop it, deploy it, use it to add value both to ourselves and to others. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, I'm encouraging you, go over the 10 things I've given you about your gifts, the 10 facts about gifts. Listen to it over and over and over. And then share it with as many people that you know. Glory to God. That is what they need to come out of the situation in which they are. And that's what you also need. Keep sharing. Keep sharing this message all over the place, all the social media platforms. Share it with your children. Share it with your youth. Share it with your teenagers. The earlier they grasp this, I'm telling you, that is how they can come out of any situation they are. And that's how we even as adults can come out of where we are to become financially free. It's about your gifts. Don't underestimate it. If you are here, you haven't given your life to Christ, I'm going to pray with you right now. Pray this prayer with me and submit your life to Jesus and receive the gift of salvation. The gift of salvation. The gift of salvation. All you need to do is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. And the Lord come live on your inside and start using you glory to God to be a blessing to your generation hallelujah so pray this prayer with me say Jesus I believe you died on the cross and were raised from the dead forgive me for my sins I accept you as my Lord and Savior in the name of Jesus thank you for saving me in Jesus name Amen. If you pray that prayer, you've submitted your life to Christ. We encourage you. Once you become, you've given your life to Christ, you become like a newborn baby. And you need a sincere book of the word to grow. You need a church to grow in, to fellowship in. That will help you identify your gifting and start using your gifting. Glory to God. Develop it through training, through membership, through discipleship, to discover, to, 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 to deploy your gift to use it to add value to people for which God will reward you. We're saved to save. We're saved to save. We're saved to save with our gifts. So now you've given your life to Christ. Take the details calling at the bottom of the screen. That's our church address. We are right here on Wednesdays for our midweek teaching service that establishes you. Meet us right here if you are watching from outside the country or outside London. Join us on Facebook. H-O-J-C-T-J right here on this platform Wednesdays at 7pm Fridays at 6pm Glory to God and Sundays at 11am 
I want to encourage you to join our actual service. Our actual service every Sunday, 11 a.m. We meet in the heart of Croydon. Glory to God, House of Judah City Church. Join us. Take the details scrolling at the bottom of the screen and join us for our worship services every Sunday at 11 a.m. Glory to God. And then every Wednesday evening and Friday evening, 7 p.m. on Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m. Join us on this platform for the teaching and for prayers. Glory to God. Glory to God. We also like to encourage you to join our register for our coming World Transfer Master Class. Coming World Transfer Master Class. If you have not registered, take advantage of the discount, which is still on. And register at michaelhattonwood.org. Register for the coming wealth transfer. The details are on the screen right now. Register for the coming wealth transfer. There's coming a wealth transfer. And that's why we are learning about these behaviors to ensure we qualify for this wealth transfer that is coming. Register for the coming wealth transfer masterclass via Zoom. On this Saturday, it's coming on this Saturday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m at michaelhattonwood.org. Register at michaelhattonwood.org and take advantage of the 25% discount. Glory to God. It's a two-hour Zoom meeting. I'm telling you, don't miss it for anything. Looking forward to see you. Join us at this master class. We also have coming up our big lunch to celebrate the Queen's uh, Platinum Jubilee. The big lunch is coming on at our church. Glory to God. The details scrolling at the bottom of the screen. House of Judah, 387 London Road, 387 London Road, Croydon, CRO, 3PB. Join us for the big lunch. The big lunch, the big lunch. There will be food, there will be music, there will be a, a, a praise and worship, there will be drama, there will be lots of food, lots of clothes. I mean, come and enjoy yourself. The details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. And will give you an opportunity also to submit your life to Christ and hear words of exhortation. Glory to God. The big lunch coming on this uh, 4th of June, next week, Saturday, 4th of June, 12 noon to 6 p.m. The big lunch, the big lunch, the big lunch. Don't miss it for anything and spread the word everywhere. Glory to God. You are blessed and highly favored. I want to encourage you to go on our website. All our products, all our products are right there, powerful products that will help you to grow in the things of the Spirit. Once again, God bless you for joining us this evening. Spread the word. Share this entire message to everyone that you know. Share it with your family, everybody. Let them be empowered. Let them be blessed. And look forward to see you at the same time next week, Wednesday, right here, 7 p.m. This Friday, join us in prayer. This Saturday, lunch hour with high achievers. Lunch hour with high achievers online at Hattonwood Global. Glory to God. Don't miss it for anything. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Glory to God. Have a wonderful evening. You are all blessed and highly favored. God bless.